Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Jovian is a Puerto Rican Portuguese recording artist from Brooklyn, New York, who creates sonic and cinematic experiences through sound to provide the listener with healing and words of encouragement to show them that they aren't alone in whatever sensations they may be feeling. He recently released his debut album, Jovian 2000 AD, and is said to be the next big thing in the music industry, as can be seen and heard through his creativity, music, and live performances. Up next on Slepsvant, we've got Jovian. Where do we find you in the world? How are you doing and what's happening in your life? So right now I'm in Brooklyn, New York. I'm doing very well. And um, yeah, I just dropped my debut album. I was working on it for a little over three years in terms of like the start of it to the release. So um, yeah, I'm just very blessed that that's out now. Okay, so before we go into the album, let's rewind. So let's go back to the very beginning. At what age did you decide, cool, I want to be in the entertainment industry. And how did that proceed to where we are today? So I, I don't know where it started. It's kind okay. of like just kind of like air. It's just always been there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I do know I went the acting route. I went to acting school and then through that behind the scenes of that, I was working on music and, you know, figuring out simple things like melody and flow and then figuring out my style and what things I I had to share and how that would sound. So it was a long process from 2009 to 2017 to release my first song. Mm. Um, I felt that was important for me to not release bad music and then not release music that sounded like the people that were influencing me, but release music that was like, you know, innovation through the, the inspiration. Yeah, that's how it started. Did you ever pursue acting? Did you ever do any roles or did you just do acting school? Yeah, yeah. I was in like a, a lot of films, um, just like minor, minor characters and mm. stuff like that. Nothing too crazy. And then um, after college, I went to conservatory for four years in college. Um, after college, I had promised myself, unless I'm auditioning for the show Hamilton, um, I was just going to be in the studio working on music. That's all I did. How did you decide, okay, cool, the music's not going to be the same, but inspired by artists. How did you take yourself out of the process and view it objectively and not subjectively and, you know, allow your ears to hear it clearly for what it was and not perceptions of what it could, might have been, if that makes sense? Mm, that's a great question. Maybe it just comes from my, my process as an actor, you know, where me as an actor on stage or in film, like I know I'm Jovian. But yes. I'm joking through this character. So there's this like meta multi-layered thing yeah. of, you know, okay, I'm Jovian playing this character. So where, where can I find myself in him? And then what would he say in these situations? So it's very much analytical in that way. With music, I don't approach it analytically at all. But in that process, when I first started, I, yeah, I remembered like, you know, the last thing I wanted to do because I rap very low, but I sing very high. Okay. I didn't want to be this Drake weekend hybrid which I get those comparisons all the time, but the music itself doesn't necessarily sound like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like a Drake song or a Weekend song. I just have a lot of other elements in my voice. So, um, yeah, or I don't, yeah, I guess it was just as an actor. It took you a period of time, you said from 2009 to 2017, for you to harness your sound and create a sound that you're happy with and then release your first single. Were there ever times during that period, during those years, you were like, 
okay, this is too much, or I'm just going to focus on acting, or was it just, okay, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going? Yeah, I innately, there's just things missing in my brain. So I don't have that that conversation with myself. I don't have that conversation of, uh, you know, this is taking too long, or, you know, oh, should I quit? I don't feel discouraged ever. Now, in hindsight, I know I trusted the process, mm. but in the moment, there was no trust. There was just being, you know, it was just whatever. So what do you enjoy about acting? Um, in acting, I would say I enjoy storytelling through the lens of another character that is like so different than me. But in the exploration of that character, I find, you know, more similarities than differences, mm. even in, you know, some of the most disgusting sort of like a women beater kind of, uh, misogynist characters that mm. I've played, you know, like even someone so disgusting, like I can find the humanity in them, which is like yeah. what we should all do in real life not just in acting you know yeah, yeah that was a great lesson for me so i'm a reiki master and we've uh, we were taught in reiki about the mirror effect so mm. if a personal situation or experience is allowing you to feel a perceived negative emotion whatever that may be it's because it's mirroring something within you that you have not yet as yet acknowledged about yourself yes why beating terrible but okay so maybe i'm just using this as an analogy that basically that, okay, cool. That's that person. How do I do by myself? Maybe I put myself down or maybe I, uh, you know, energetically put myself down or energetically put other people down. So it's just a, a way to understand. So a, a picture like I like to create, if, if a situation has been a negative perceived one, I always like to put it on the movie screen, watch it as a third person, say to myself, okay, cool. What about this bothers me? And then how do I do the same? So moving away, let's go back into the music from zero to three to four minutes. Your creative process in creating a song. Is it easy every time? What invigorates it? What is inspires it? What is your creative journey in creating music? Mm, that's a great question. For me in general, it's sitting in the studio with a producer. Most of the time, my I, I don't use the word inspiration a lot, but most of the time my inspirations come from feelings and and things I'm feeling are things I want to feel in a song. They don't necessarily come from, oh, I heard this dope song. Let's make our version of it. It's usually like, I want to capture this sensation, this color, this feeling. Um, and then we'll produce a track. And then instantly while we're producing it, and I'm always hands-on with that, um, I know where I'm going to go and if it's going to be good. Like if this is a one to pursue. Mm. And um, yeah, through there, I'll just like, you know, freestyle the melodies and the flows and Oftentimes, even through gibberish, the certain cadences or the certain uh, rhyme scheme that I want to do comes out. And even yeah. oftentimes, words come out too. And if it's mostly gibberish for the most part, I'll just write whatever that gibberish sounds right through yeah. the story I wanted to tell from production. Mm-hmm. That's usually the, the the process. So when you listen to music by other artists, are you able to just relax and listen or are you unpacking the music on an analytical brain in the sense of, okay, they use this riff, this guitar, this, why did they use that? Or you're able just to enjoy it for what it is. Um, I do both at the same time and that's how I enjoy it. I think in the past when I wasn't too familiar with things and I was uh, still discovering, mm. I would be so blown away by like, even in the middle of listening, I would appreciate it certain songs and then be blown away. Like, wow, I don't even know how they did that. Yeah. You know, now it's more of like, I'm blown away and wow, I see how they got there. I would love to do something like that. Let me see my version of it. Or wow, that's incredible. I can't do that, nor do I want to. I want to work with them. You yes. know, that's where, <laughs> no, that's where it goes. 
piece. I'm not sure if you're aware of neurolinguistic programming. Everyone processes information differently. They either mm. create pictures or they hear the mm. words of audio or they get the feeling. So I think mm. you've really potentially answered this question. So when you listen to music, do you create a picture? Do you hear the words or is it about the feeling? You mentioned feeling before. Mm. So am I correcting understanding it's about the feeling? Yeah, for sure. I have a, a disorder called synesthesia. Okay. So I don't experience color with my eyes. I experience color with all five senses, you know, instantly, you know, and especially for the artists that really get it. And like, say, for, for my process, the way a song uh, sounds as a color. So I'm writing to that color. The title has to be that same color. And then the cover art needs to be that same color. So when I'm listening to music, it's all feeling because it's all color. Okay, so let's unpack the new album and the new music. Tell us more about it. Tell us the journey. We've already heard a bit about the journey to get to this point. Um, yeah, I, w- I would say the album is, I was really fascinated by 70s and 80s sci-fi films and how okay. wrong they did our future. In that obsession, I thought about what that future would have sounded like. Yes. You know, hence the title Jovi in 2000 AD sounds like a sci-fi film from the 70s. Yes. <laughs> I actually um, thought of that when I saw the title. Yeah. 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 So I really love that idea of, of creating these sounds that are mm. accessible, but they're very much of the future that, that wasn't, that didn't happen. And yeah, that, and then also, you know, showcasing everything I do where the first half is this very synthy, atmospheric, spacey, cinematic, uh, R&B, alternative R&B pop, I think, I guess. Yeah. And then it transitions to alternative hip hop because mm. I think I, I need to be able to tell stories through both. You know, I can't just sing and I mm. can't just rap and there are different kinds of storytelling. So yeah, they, yeah, that's where, that's where the inception of everything came. That's interesting. So when you create a new song, do you know that it's going to be a rap or a song or do you let it flow mm. as it's organically and then has it happened that you've started a song as a song and it turns into a rap, vice versa? That's a great question. I think I, I just let it happen as it happens. Okay. You know, unless it's like a, a specific kind of drum, like especially like a more classical hip hop boom bap mm. type style where like that requires hip hop, like rapping because that storytelling is very specific. But in general, if it's like the production I do um, where I, you know, I don't do boom bap. I really do very cinematic kind of experiences. Um, I just let it flow. You know, it's just whatever comes in the freestyle, you know, what, oh, okay. what the story needs. Yeah, but, you know? So obviously you then, I'm gathering that you love creating music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to creating music videos, obviously you have the full say of, you know, the story because it's obviously linked to it. What do you perceive as a music video? So as a visual to the song? Uh, as a visual to the song, but because I'm like, I'm really into asymmetry and I'm really into things not being on the nose. The, the video doesn't actually have to be like on the nose of what the, what I think the song is about. Yes. You know, so it could be a little more poetic or metaphorical or even just visual. As long as the, as long as the color I feel and see in the song is in the video at some point, that's kind of all I care about. And as long as I'm in it, obviously, unless it's like an <laughs> animation, yeah. that's all I care about. But, um, yeah, I actually prefer the videos to be almost a separate story from the vision, from the, the song. So it's interesting. So you mentioned you see colors with music. Has it mm-hmm. ever been that when you've started a song, you saw a color, but as the song progressed, the color changed? Mm. No, never, no. You see all the colors with songs, or is it specific colors that you see? It's specific. Every song has a specific color. And there are even, there are certain songs that 
have a color that I've never seen before and haven't seen since. But also you see all the different colors that are in the color spectrum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just, uh, just each song is its own, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. color. Yeah, yeah. Usually one specific shade, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen every color. Just you know, some colors more than others. What do you enjoy about performing live? Uh, I guess it comes from like my acting background. I really love putting on this this performance and and putting on this show where you can experience the music differently than if you just listen on Spotify. You okay. know, I think the purpose of a performance, like you want to see another version of my mm. of my music and i love putting on a performance you know i'm not i'm not just i'm not just singing and rapping and you know i'm 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 performing these songs and i enjoy that kind of feedback of entertaining people with my words you know i think with acting it was so much fun and and it was entertaining but it wasn't i didn't write any of it you know i yeah. crafted this character but around the guidelines that were given in the play or in the movie mm. so this is like complete freedom but also a little more vulnerable because it's fully me okay so the feedback you mentioned i've got a point of discussion around this for me i'm always right in front i am there just enjoying it i'll take a couple of pictures take take a couple of video clips and then i put my phone away but i notice mm -hmm. people around me they're trying to get the perfect videos tweeting posting whatever for a long period of time during the show as a person on the receiving end of that do you feel that it breaks the feedback or connection or energy a bit, or do you just feel that where society is at the moment? Mm. I think it's a mixture of both. I think as a, as a, like say, I don't go to a lot of concerts. It's very challenging for me to see people do what I would do, okay. you know, cause I put the energy towards being there unless it's someone that like, I know I, I'm really a fan of, mm. but um, I, 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 maybe I'll take one video if that, and I like you, I put my phone away instantly yeah. because I want that connection, but I would say on stage, I'm, in an ideal world, I would lock phones up, but like, yeah. that's not an ideal world because yeah. like I need people to see, I need other people to see, oh, wow, like Jovina performs like this. I want to go. So I, I think innately, I just kind of tune it out. So the people who aren't on their phone, I connect with. Yeah. And then people are on their phone. I'll just rap or sing to the phone. And that, yeah, that's like, that's how I kind of, you know, tune it out the best I could and not allow it to affect me. What's what's the next steps? What's the way forward? We've got the album out now. Are we going to wait so much longer for another album? Or you already started writing the new stuff? Tell us what's up. Oh, I I have a, a sickness where I just I don't stop. I don't have those kind of uh, filters in my head. So I'm like eighty percent done. I would say with the next album. Oh, lovely. But in terms of when that drops, you know, there's so much politics when it comes to releasing. Oh, Not even thinking about it, I can't. It'll really frustrate me because I yeah. just get excited for people to hear my mm. new stuff. But um, I'm also so, so, so proud that this album is out after I, I, I took a long time to finish it. So, um, yeah, just continuing to put out content and putting out videos revolving this album and maybe a single in December or January and more music videos and, mm. you know, just more more packaging of what I currently have out um, while I perfect the new album. I love this game. I know if I had to ask you this question in two minutes, two hours, two days, I know your answer will be different every time. I recognize that because there's millions of them. If mm. you had to push play to five songs by other artists, once we finish this conversation, what would those five songs be and by whom? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I guess it's more off the top of my head, like what yeah, I'm yeah, feeling. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, if I think about it, I yes. might change. <laughs> yes, but... Not in order, but number one would be Siegfried by Frank Ocean. Number two would be hmm, would be Late by Kanye West. Uh, number three would be number three would probably be Ghosts by Kid Cudi. 
Four would be Me and Your Mama by Childish Gambino. And five would be mm, Feel No Ways by Drake. Excellent. Love the list. Love the different categories of genres. So the podcast is listened to throughout the world. So as a final message to the audience, what would you like to say? Anyone who listens or is interested in listening, I appreciate you. I think I do this as a means to, you know, of course, share um, love and and share, uh, of course, positivity and share meaning and uh, share opportunity to the world. But also it's important for me to create, especially within the realm of music, because it's how I can survive. It's how I, it's my outlet. So never occurred to me that the way I feel about a song, because I'm literally pouring my heart into it. It didn't occur to me that people could also resonate with it. I forgot, like I forgot because I live with the song so much. So, I mean, obviously it's me, I wrote it. So it, it feels so surreal that people can respond to it. Sometimes even sometimes reminding me of how good the music is. You know, a lot of people say I have bad taste in my own music. So that is the ultimate feedback and the ultimate support to have people resonate with my words and my sounds. So uh, I just appreciate even a second of someone's ear. And um, it it means more than I can express. And my DMs are always open for people who want to discuss that or anything in life. You know, I'm just open to speaking to anyone who supports me.